Damn, yo, yo, you shouldn't have said that. Now they're coming after you. <laughs> they're going to find our podcast, yo. <laughs> gentlemen boys and girls we are doing another episode i mean we do an episode every week or every other week whatever it is but we are doing another episode of the japan boys podcast today we have three boys on the podcast it is your boy stevie boy steven dr satchi whatever you want to call me call me whatever you want we got mr six and we also got mr solaire in the building ah hello Bonjour. Je suis Solaire of Astoria. Yo, that was perfect last week when you did when you pulled that off. I was dying. Like, yo, I, I don't know. I don't know how you did it, but yo, good introduction, yo. How you guys doing, yo? What's going on? What's going? What's going on, Jay? What's going on, Bren? How you, how's how's your week been since the uh, spooky? podcast <laughs> i've been looking for more the, uh, uh what is it the paralysis sleep paralysis lately <laughs> no i i know how to prevent it so i make sure it doesn't happen again <laughs> hey you did your experiment so <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm done it's happened once and so yeah no i'm done <laughs> uh, what about you oh uh no my, my week's been good um haven't had a of sleep paralysis uh, this week, but so far so good. So far so good, yo. Like I was just telling these guys um, during the week that I had a. It's so funny. Maybe this is like foreshadowing for today. Like the dream I had a dream like this week, um, and both Jason and Bren were there, and it's just the three of us on this podcast. So it might have been some foresight to. To today's podcast for for that so that's kind of weird but like i had these guys i'll be short but i had a dream and basically we were longboarding up a mountain or we were going to go longboarding up a mountain and in order for us to go to the mountain we have to go to a parking lot so when we go to a parking lot me and bren realized like oh shit we forgot our longboards but we look around the car like the car that we drove into this parking lot we see a bunch of sketchy people they're all like dressed in black and like they had really creepy vibe to them. Like it was, this is really, really creepy. And as soon as like we say like, oh God, like we forgot our longboards and Jay's like, oh, it's okay. We'll figure it out. Like we get surrounded by these sketchy people. As soon as we open the trunk, like we're, we're like, okay, what the fuck is going on? We, we get jumped by like this gang of like crazy ass people. We're trying to fight them up, but I, I woke up. I guess like that's how all dreams happen and there's no real conclusion to them but yo it was some some fucked up crazy dream were, were they like hobos no they were like i don't know like if you if you guys watch like like naruto shippuden like that the 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 great ninja war that happens at the end mm-hmm. like with just a bunch of people just like ready to fight like it felt like that it's a pretty sick dream yeah. <laughs> I gotta redream it and then just picture us with like weapons and fighting that shit <laughs> or some jitsu or something. Oh, uh, 
But yo, uh, weeks for me, weeks getting towards the finish or works getting towards the the finish line. Uh, June thirtieth is very close. Like that's when all corporate shit is gonna go away. Uh, but after that, I'm gonna have a very short week. We're all gonna have a short week. We'll have um, what do you call that? Uh, we have long weekend coming up, so that's yeah. that's sick. Uh, I get a extra case here. I get an extra day of of uh, vacation on the Monday, so I get four four day four day weekend. Yay! Nice. Amazing. Nice. Um, so I'll have two short weeks, and then it's back to back to the usual. So, yeah, but yeah, works works crazy. Um, my bag stuff is is taken off, Brenna. I, I was just talking to to Jay earlier, but um, I started posting some shit on my Instagram on a different Instagram and telling some friends that like the bags are pretty much ready to go. All the prototypes are done. And I got some requests to, to make some bags and people are going to be purchasing, purchasing them very soon. Nice. Congrats, yeah. dude. Yeah. But you know, sewing, I need, I need to, I need, I need to get used to making these bags as like a, like a mass production, which is a little bit difficult when you, if you don't have the machining, but Hey, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun at the same time. Sometimes you got to invest. I spend I the money to make money. I know. Yeah. No, I've been investing in all these different uh, fabrics, these high quality fabrics, uh, like high quality tool, not tools. Yeah. Tools, but also all the things that go into making these bags. So I, I've been, I've been investing. It's just the machinery that I probably need to look into. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like everything's, everything's all right. Like we started planning Japan. Sorry, Jay. Sorry, Chris. We're so sad that you guys can't uh, come out to Japan this year. We are planning Japan this year, and we we kind of started doing that. So that's in the works. Ren, Justin, myself, and uh, Francis, we've started uh, started planning some shit. We're planning with Japan, so it's exciting stuff. Hopefully, it's gonna work out. I'm praying that's gonna work out, but I think everything's gonna be okay. I hope so too. We get to go. It's only a matter of time, my, right? My sorry, sorry, Jay. I'll send you my grocery list. Yo, I will get you a bunch of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'll get you a bunch of like, I'll get you a booster box from Japan. I don't know if that's worth anything, but I'll just send you that that laundry list. It's worth the memories, yeah. Man, uh, sad, on. bro. I, I, need, I, I need like, yo, man, no homo, but I need my my uh, my sleeping partner <laughs> in the same bed. Yeah, I, you're I, the only I, person like in 2019 you're the only person that had success sleeping beside on the bed it was so hard to sleep beside everybody else uh, previously so also yo sorry sorry to interrupt right now but uh and and we we, we finished talking about ghosts last episode but uh steven bren uh we, we we may have another spirit on the call right now and so i'm gonna i'm gonna call out to the spirit uh can can you can you can you hear us? Can you can you say something? Hello. We got the Ouija board. <laughs> the Ouija board. Oh, that, that's just me. <laughs> up here, up here. <laughs> He's got the tattoo. What is? What is your name? <laughs> Are you angry? <laughs> all right, all right. Maybe 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 the the spirits aren't listening right now, but uh, maybe maybe we'll give it another shot. Maybe. Uh, Maybe the spirit is uh, just just having a, a hard time reconnecting right now. But uh, while while we wait for that, uh, yeah, no, I'm really excited for you guys. Um, 
yeah i i really wish that i could go i'm i'm sure chris the same but i think it's just not in the cards for us right now <laughs> speaking nah, about boosters hard hard cards, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm i'm sure you guys have a, a great time so yeah um i mean i know i'm saying this but uh i mentioned this before but this would probably be my last trip with the boys kind of thing um who knows last what trip will with happen? The boys. Wait. Yeah, um, with with you, like last trip to Japan because Japan was our thing, right? No, like no, we no, could no, go no. to like another place, maybe like, <laughs> um, like Thailand or like Philippines. But like, um, I don't know. I think I've exhausted my. Yo, there's other places in Japan that I want to go to. That's for sure. But like exhausting my, I don't know my, my hall pass with going with just the boys <laughs> is expiring very soon because. <laughs> Uh, the the ladies getting angry like you always go with the boys like why don't you go with me and just like <laughs> really on the side I'm like yo because I have a better time with them not with you <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean, like what you, you you'll just have to wait for all of us to get married too and then they'll have their trip and then we'll have our trip and then the yeah. six of us will go again yeah, so, yeah. no no yeah. I agree it's true but you know never say never like I, I'm just saying that in terms of uh, making somebody happy right now. <laughs> but you never know what's going to happen. Maybe, like, you know, if you guys go next year, I'll probably go next year. But, you know, someone might tag along or, you know, just have one big trip. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is the spirit among us? They're, they're trying. <laughs> Just trying, trying to connect. <laughs> That's okay. I guess we'll we'll uh, just you know move on with the next thing, and then hopefully the spirit can come uh, visit us and uh, give us his advice or her advice. And <laughs> I don't know. How I'm going with this. <laughs> uh, and so for for this episode, I think I think we've got a couple questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I start or do you want to start? Yeah, yeah. Start us off. Start us off. Spit it. Sure. Um, okay, so, you know, going on Twitter rants, not really rants, but looking at Twitter trend. Okay, let me take a step back. Looking at Twitter feeds, um, also commentary on some Instagram, uh, but also on Reddit. You know, I've, I've, uh, I've done some digging and uh, I, I saw this... So, okay, again, another step back. The concept that we're going to be talking about is in terms of art. And a lot of what I saw uh, recently is this idea of a... The way that an artist perceives a particular character or a particular type of animation, um, animation, manga, what have you. Okay, The characters that are found in, within there. Uh, some of you may may know. I know these guys on the podcast definitely know this artist. This artist is, I think, Sak- Sakami-chan. Is that is that the the name? Yeah, Sakami-chan. Sakami, yeah. So I was reading in the comments, and the comments is basically saying uh, for one particular character. Okay, okay. One more time. I'm gonna take a step back. And so, in terms of artistry and how an artist perceives a particular character or a particular theme art what have you they can do whatever the fuck they want uh whatever comes to their to their mind imagination how they're feeling that they they will create a 
perception of a character if they so choose. Okay. And something came up recently. Maybe not recently, but maybe in the past couple couple months or so. Uh, this I know idea what you're that, talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, basically, uh, this idea that a particular artist, which I mentioned, which I which I mentioned, Sakami, um, is drawing a character, but sort of giving them an extended age or changing the maturity of the character. Okay. And there are some people in the comments that take it really offensive. And some people say, like, this is pedophilia. I don't know why you're doing this. This is inappropriate. And some people are obviously okay with it. Okay. So I want to ask you guys, um, what is your perspective with an artist changing the maturity, the age, and sort of servicing it to the fans or the customers or the the people within the audience like so let me give you an example marnie marnie is a character that is from pokemon within the games and the animated series who is 10 years old maybe 12 within that age range but what sakami has done is take that character mature that character into somebody that's a lot quote-unquote older 20 25 30 what have you but now has uh perceived this character and created this character so that now that the age range has changed it's appropriate now to put them in situations like lewds nudes or erotic behavior what is your perspective on that because i already mentioned some people are okay with that. Some people call it pedophilia, but because there's an age change, um, it's okay for the artist to sort of have that out into the public. What do you guys think? That was a really long question and the way that I got to it. Sorry, but yeah, no, that's no. that's there's, that's my perspective on that. There's, there's definitely a lot of things to consider. And mm. so I guess let me start by saying this is such a sticky topic. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say the wrong thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, to, to, to give a, a, a flat answer. Um, I think that, I, I, oh my God, it, it's such a sticky question. It is. It's, like, it's, it's very difficult. It, it is a hard question. Like, cause like, let's, okay. So you use, you use the specific example of like Marnie from Pokemon, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, let's say, Let's say it's now a real person, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody's a fan of Stranger Things, and and what's her name, Millie Bobby Brown, uh, Drake's like crush or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's already weird. Um, <laughs> but but you know, I, I I wouldn't doubt that there's somebody who same same sort of feeling and has the artistic talent to now, you know, recreate this character, not not the actress, uh, uh, MBV, but. You know the the character of uh, I think her name's thirteen or something, mm-hmm. um, and 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 make them mature enough so that the artist themselves feels comfortable in drawing them in a more more suggestive sort of sort of way, right? And so you know, I think I think in the example of it being a character portrayed by a, a real person, that's where it it becomes a little bit more, you know, uh, obvious how how bizarre 
it is to do something like that. Right. Um, and so there are those that I'm sure would argue that because you're keeping it within the realm of, of cartoons or uh, anime in this case, mm-hmm. like it, it's, it's okay. But, but is it, you know, <laughs> uh, I, I said, I said I would give a flat answer, but I, I, I don't think I, that I can, you know, mm-hmm. I think there, there will always be situations where it's, it's, it's not as simple as like black or white. Mm-hmm. I think, I think there's going to be a, a, a point where, you know, you can keep pushing it and, and it becomes kind of uncomfortable. Um, and I think, yeah, clearly if there was upset on, on Twitter, uh, that line was drawn for, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Bren, any follow-up to that? I, I have um, a follow-up. I mean, it's, it's a reimagination shoot. And mm-hmm. I can't really say that I do like the content. It's She does some good work, but there are things that she, she should kind of like put in between or sort of in a more private group rather than um, showing it publicly mm-hmm. um, because it is, uh, it, it's much more of a, it's sort of like an OnlyFans thing, you know, it's, yep. it's obviously, it shouldn't be in the public, like, like the general public shouldn't see stuff like this because it is more sexualized than it really should be for such a character and of course it is a reimagination but you know she knows that some people in her i guess her fan base and the people who do support her and they pay money for her contents she knows that's what they want Mm -hmm. and she's kind of providing that content to them Mm -hmm. um but like i said this isn't Stuff like that should not be in the general public, and it shouldn't be seen because it is, it, it is, it is, it is such a sensitive subject for something like that. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to support artists. I, I think that, you know, whatever you like to do, you do it. Um, but of course, remember that, you know, if you become as popular as Kimi Chan is, she's gained a lot of followers, a lot of, a lot of eyes, and because of that, she's, she, that content is always going to be, or if she publicly shows it, it's, it's going to make rounds around Twitter, it's going to make it on news social media posts, it's going to be seen, and whether she sees that as a benefit to get her you know audience more audiences looking at her work or rather she just kind of doesn't look at those posts i wonder what her thoughts are but but for me i'm i'm not a fan of the content uh that specific content i do like most of her work but not that content and i think yeah it's it should be in a private setting or mm-hmm. i mean like e- she does put it in a private setting. It's just that it's for the private setting that the purchaser can buy it in that private setting, but it's up to the person that is purchasing it, like to do whatever they want with it after, right? Now that they purchase it, they can go ahead and release it. Um, but you know, there is some suggestive work that is put out there by, by her 
mm-hmm. right? So that like, you know, you give it a little tease. This is what it is. Um, I want to put it out there, but obviously not putting the whole thing in there. Um, in some ways it is privatized, but when somebody buys it, they can do whatever the F they want with it, which is crossing the line because obviously in the public, once that thing goes public, you know, our little cousins or little like nieces and nephews will see the, uh, of course, how inappropriate it really is. They like, they shouldn't be seeing that shit, right? Like yet until they're a lot older, obviously. Um, so, but again, I I just really want to ask, like, do you, like, do you think it's okay first? I know besides the content itself, but do you think it's okay for an artist to reimagine a certain concept, but now maturing it to an audience? Does that change any perspective for you guys? Like now that they've changed the age from 10 to 25, is it, is it okay for you to sort of be like, okay, yeah, this, this artwork is fine. This artwork is something that I can appreciate. Or does it still give you a little, you know, diciness sketchiness that like uh, I, I can't really support that i think it's um like i i do enjoy the reimagination of characters and you know seeing them in the future because mm-hmm. sometimes when you watch a show like an anime or tv show you kind of wonder what what's going to happen after the story what mm-hmm. like what's their future gonna be like are they gonna be or even like harry potter you know like mm-hmm. you know was what does know harry potter gonna look like when he's older is he gonna you know run hogwarts is he is he gonna be a part of like the the top society like what does he look like Mm -hmm. um i enjoy that so i don't really mind like in the in the fact that it's just a reimagination of a mature character like a younger character and the artist is drawing them in an an older uh older version an older version like is okay Whereas with Tsukimi Chan, she's doing that, but she's also making it sexually suggestive, mm-hmm. which is not okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jason, any mm-hmm. any follow-ups to that? I think I think I I I have to kind of counter the bit about you know posting it in the public sphere. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I think that. Uh, in this case, it was Twitter. I know that Twitter does have, um, you know, measures in place to prevent, you know, adolescents from seeing, uh, you know, adult material. And that's um, if you if you aren't logged in, it'll tell you right off the bat. This this account might have explicit material. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. And then from there, further to that, I know um, you can now censor the posts, um, kind of like a spoiler alert, but for explicit or like you know disturbing content and so i think that's that's as far as the responsibility of twitter goes mm-hmm. i think that i've always been a proponent for freedom of speech no matter how much people disagree with that speech i think freedom of speech is super important and so you know i you know what to, to kind of put this into a different context let's talk about guns for a little bit uh, mm-hmm. we don't want to get into any specifics just let's talk about guns and how you know guns have always been dicey and people are trying to ban it so for those that enjoy guns and that those that are responsible enough to enjoy them you know safely 
right mm. um and then of course there are those that ruin it for everybody and so this is this is essentially the same thing as um someone who really loves tifa from ff7 and makes you know explicit fan art about her um this is kind of that enjoying responsibly safely mm. right um whereas this this is kind of a case of a a so, someone someone doing something that's morally kind of gray right taking a an adolescent character and and sexualizing them mm. right and so i think that there's absolutely no way to police it much in the same way that you cannot police guns um you can try to ban them but oh you people will find a way and so what's the solution it isn't it isn't changing the way that we acquire guns it's it's helping to inform the young mm -hmm. helping to you know uh, mandate the the mentally perhaps not all there mm -hmm. right and so uh, to to kind of frame it back you know with regards to Sakimi-chan making this art in the first place i believe like yes she is still able to create the art that she wants um you can question whether or not it's it's morally correct to make that kind of art mm -hmm. um you know you don't have to partake at the end of the day um i think again with regards to um don't want that in the public sphere you know i'm sure there are much worse things out there yeah that, that we, we we try to prevent too so I don't know and 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 that's exactly why it's so sticky you know because mm -hmm. it's true that's that, like i'm not i'm not trying to defend her work and saying that like yes it it, it, it it's art and like uh, is it art it's art <laughs> you know <laughs> i i i think like yeah people people have the right to 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 feel a specific way about it i mean even i feel uncomfortable uh, with mm -hmm. the fact that that's out there but i still think it has the right to exist which yeah. is <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, no, I, I get that take as well. Like the the whole public public sphere thing, should it should it be there? Uh, but then um, again, it's there because of service and obviously commissions and money and obviously sex money runs the world. And if you have both, like the, there you go. Like you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. But um, just to sort of give my take on it, when somebody appropriates a certain character. But it's in real life. Let's just say, I don't know. We can say this now, <laughs> without without being dicey. Like, let's just say the Olsen twins, right? Olsen twins. If you reimagine them to more of an adult stage, with like them presently right now, at the time, yeah, it seems a little bizarre because that gives off uh, pedoph pedophilia, like. Is that, am I saying that right? I can't even say it right. Yeah. Pedophilia, yeah. pedophilia, like mm -hmm. type of vibes, and obviously, that's pretty dangerous. And that is, uh, yeah, someone you, you need to definitely to see some something about that. But to reflect that back to art, right? Back to anime, manga, to concepts, whatever it is, like the the cartoons that we see every day, like these aren't real people, but yet they're still characters <laughs> sticky very sticky question but um i will say that once a character that is not oh, see i can't even answer this properly because now i'm just thinking like you're thinking about that situation in terms of real people that's totally wrong 
But then if you reimagine it into sort of animation or art and you say, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Right? Like it's it's fine to to reimagine this character to be like, you know, oh, more of a mature, but yet you still have the imagination that it is this 10-year-old girl or this 10-year-old boy. And so <laughs> to to put that put that in perspective as in real people, I think it's still madly, madly inappropriate in either way or shape or form. Um, but I will say that there is a border. There is definitely a limit to the threshold where, yeah, I think I, I definitely think it's, it's, it's okay. Um, not in terms of the eroticism here, but if a character is mature, it's said, then that is the perspective put into there. Um, give or take it's oh it's it's all right it's all right but like once you start reimagining it as like no this mature character is the the 10 year old girl then yo then there's problems there <laughs> so imagining it as a real person that that's like no that's that's totally mad inappropriate but to reimagine a uh a 10 year old character who is a little bit more mature and eventually people do grow you know people do grow uh in terms of like the content for that I think it's okay. I think it's all right. Uh, like uh, that's that's my perspective on it. Mm. Sticky, sticky, Very. sticky. <laughs> yeah, and th- the reason why I brought it up was again because like there's you have all these artists like Sakimi. Um, there's a few out there that I follow on uh, PixV, right? The 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 place where you can upload art and people can comment on it, whatever. Um, and like. You know, it's 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 a very dicey, sketchy, uh, sticky situation. Like if you start to reimagine a character that is a lot more older, um, like what does that say? What does that say about you as like a borderline pedophile, right? Or uh, what does that say about like you know? Well, yeah, it, it's just it's just it's it's just it's just messy. It just gets a little bit messy, and so. Um, yeah, my take is like, you know, be careful with the content that you have on there, like wh- whatever there is in the public. Um, as you always say, like, I feel like we're, en- we're not ending here, but I'm just saying like, you just got to be really respectful of the, in- the people that you interact with that may be sensitive to these types of things, but, uh, to artists that are reimagining characters, like, sure, go do it, but don't do it in such a way that it gets, uh, it crosses the line and then it starts to you know put you in sticky situations as we as we've been saying it yeah definitely yeah yeah uh did you have you had a follow-up question to that as well yes yes i do um so with regards to you know reimagining um this this made me think of um cases where a character is 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 you know of a, a specific race or gender and then is recast um you know uh, i think one of the the first examples that people think of is scarlett johansson um as uh kutsuragi from ghost in the shell um i know that the outrage really came because they had done some some cg tests to alter her face to appear more more asian so i think yeah 
yeah that 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 was the big one um i think um in 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 a more positive light another discussion that has been around is is who's going to play the next james bond and you know topics of idris elba uh alba elba Mm -hmm. uh have 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 come up right And, and people think that he'd be a great james bond um you know and and for that one i think i think i say more positive because in in that discussion they they say that you know, well well james bond's you know uh, his race his ethnicity is never explicitly stated in the books and so why not yeah you know and to to that i'd agree um but you know is is the character the same at the same time you know mm-hmm. um whitewashing is what they call it uh, in hollywood right so mm-hmm. i don't know what are, what are you guys thoughts on that so whitewashing a character is that like like is it are you saying that like because now they're trying to they're trying to change a character uh oh okay sorry i i was totally thinking about something to say uh something um different whitewashing a character so we've we've talked about this many times when it comes to like you know americanizing films one of the, one of them is the last the last airbender right is that, is that like is that sort of the concept that you're talking about here or yeah exactly yeah so um obviously um if you watch the first sort of um iterations of an animation or a movie from before what does your mind do your mind your, your mind thinks of that character forever being um the character for the rest of the life so uh when it comes to avatar the last airbender um in the animated series ang i think is asian right like i think is asian and people got really really mad at um the change in the character but also the last airbender movie was terrible like the real the the uh the live action movie of the last airbender was like really really bad um my take is that if for me if the actor or actress is able to portray the character the way that it's supposed to be um i'm okay with it in terms of the story standpoint but once you start making an asian character white like in dragon ball z um (laughs) doesn't do justice then uh then you you just gave me a like a disappointment to that when it comes to somebody like Idris Elba trying to take on a James Bond role, which I think is totally fine. I think is totally okay. Idris Elba has that charisma. He has the personality to be a James Bond type, right? Who isn't to say that, you know, Jackie Chan could be a a James Bond, right? Um, As long as the, the character fits the narrative, I'm okay with it. But once you start like whitewashing Asian movies, for like a person that is supposed to be Asian but turn into white, then that's I think what what uh, what crosses the line for me because like the context for me matters, right? Right. Um, the, if it's if it's a totally kung fu movie, like and and it, it was an Asian to begin with, and you replace it with like a white dude, uh, I'm not okay with that. But I mean, like Hollywood is is trying to get better. That's why I think they're trying to get like Idris Elba to do this James Bond thing. So I think. Yeah, it really depends on the context for me. Yeah, Bren, what yeah. do you think? Solaire? Um, 
I'm like majority of the time I'm I'm okay with it but if it has that underlying like we chose this actor because we need more diversity like I'm all for diversity um but to make the reason for choosing that actor or changing the race kind of it kind of makes me a little it kind of makes me a little bit off put or a little uneasy. disappointed yeah, yeah a little bit uneasy mm -hmm. about it because it's like i don't know it, it's just i know you know I, if, I, if i if i may like i i, I totally agree with you in that yeah. like <clears throat> we talk about so the reason why Idris is, is like a fan favorite for the next James Bond is because yes, you're right. He's his his character. He's a suave. He's charming. He's 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 he'd be a good Bond. Mm -hmm. And like again, the argument is well, it's never explicitly stated that uh, that he James Bond is white, and so why can't he be black, right? Mm -hmm. I yeah. think when it comes to Lieutenant Kutsuragi from from Ghost in the Shell, maybe I'm butchering the name, but for that character, like okay yes maybe maybe given the name given the location it's it's inherent that she's a, a japanese woman but mm -hmm. my my question then becomes what's the what's the importance what is the import what is the importance of her race to her character right like yeah uh, steven you brought up a good example of, of martial arts and it's like yes it, it would be a bit jarring to see you know uh, a caucasian guy uh pulling out all the stops and and beating up all of these these uh martial artists when you know uh it's 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 known that yes martial arts is, is part of the culture in asia and so you know for 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 this white guy to be uh kicking ass and being the main character a little bit weird right mm -hmm. kind of like but, um what's that show iron fist <laughs> oh god yeah the model. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen iron fist yeah yeah, but yeah exactly that and so you know um and then bren you touched on you know you're all for diversity but when the decision is is specifically to select select a black actor to replace this character to get that diversity i don't uh, i think that actors should be chosen on the merit of their of their their talent mm -hmm. and not and not because we're trying to diversify the portfolio i mm -hmm. I'm ready to get canceled for this opinion, but I, I, I stand behind it. You know, I, yeah. I think that um, the art should come first and foremost mm -hmm. before yeah. the politics. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with the the James Bond. Like, yeah, it like 007, it's the way I see it, it's, it's an agent, right? Mm -hmm. It is sort of like Bond is a... He's a little bit of a, a mysterious character. So in my head, it's okay to have a black actor doing it. Because I can see it. I can picture it. Because it is it is sort of like a general idea of a character. Um, and But like, for example, changing... Yeah, like um, Ghost in the Shell, um, the commander. Changing it to um, Scarlett Johansson and then making the whole story about the race it's it was like huh what yeah i'm not i wasn't all for that um 
yeah, we can get canceled for this, but <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Um, yeah, just to mirror what you guys said, I, um, and as I said at the beginning, uh, context matters, but talent comes first when it comes to telling the story. Exactly. Right? Like yeah. you know, um, like for me, Scarlett Johansson to play that role, um, uh, like to hear about the story of what Ghost in the Shell was first, and then trying to see how her character plays through it um it didn't do it for me like obviously like if you chose somebody sure it could be it could be in the race thing but if that person has the talent that is able to portray that character raise it to heights and actually do an exceptional job as an actress then yes i think it's fine and again to to brent's point if the only reason for okay for james bond if the only reason why um you know to hire a black actor is to just to fulfill the role of diversity no that's wrong but in this case for idris alba he's talented he's he's got it all so like um it, it doesn't help that he has a british accent too so it kind of completes that whole thing right but like like i said at the at the beginning he's got the personality he's charismatic um and I see him as definitely a guy that can play the James Bond role. But again, like dialing back a little bit to quote unquote whitewash uh, some films. If you don't portray the story right by whitewash, by Americanizing the film, then I don't know. The the studio has done wrong. Like they, they, it's it, to me, it they've done a bad job. It's not appropriate. Um, like, yeah, like that, that's my perspective on it. Yeah. What it, mm -hmm. what it ultimately boils down to is, okay, so Hollywood is recreating Ghost in the Shell, beloved, you know, Japanese property. Um, they need, they need a strong female lead who's going to play this character. Well, from, from the compendium of, of wonderful, uh, female actors out there, um, who, who can they have play this kind of, you know, uh, tactical almost almost you know swat like uh presence um who's who's very stern and kind of you know uh, seeking out mystery who who would be a good choice for that well i i i hope uh, the first choice that came into your head was scarlett johansson right mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. it's it's to Yo. ensure that you've Yo. got the you know hey go on, go on jay oh, we'll get the ghost to talk in a bit uh, Scarlett Johansson. Yo. What up? Hello. Hey. Jay, is everything okay? I forgot what I was saying. No, you were <laughs> saying that um, you know a person that is you know that has that military mindset that is able to show like. I'm, you know, briefing here. The person that you'd think of is Scarlett Johansson. Right. And so if if, if Hollywood is going to pump millions of dollars into producing this movie, are they going to take a chance with a unknown Asian actress to per portray this character? No. They're going to go with somebody who consistently has box office draw. Right? Yeah. So and so that's again. the safe bet, right? That's, yeah. that's where the whitewashing comes in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know... Uh, all all beloved properties at the end of the day uh are 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 slaves to the dollar 
mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, even from the topic from before yeah <laughs> yeah right we've we, we've mentioned on this podcast before you know follow the money yeah right um i the last episode of obi-wan came out yesterday and god it's <laughs> it's awful is it <laughs> oh yeah i had high like, hopes for it you know there's and and like there's expectations that come along with it and of course they have to hit them so they hit them in the last episode and it doesn't feel earned to the story it feels like well we have to finish with this so Mm. you know shoehorn it in but exactly that like it's 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 that same sort of think tank and i'm 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 digressing but you know uh, i i i i think that they if you wanted if you truly wanted like good art that's going to be faithful to the source material, then don't don't look to Hollywood productions for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know who's uh, what uh, is an example of that? What? Like those those films. Like uh, for, I forgot the the director that said it. Like like Hollywood was like scared of putting a movie out that you had to read subtitles. Like something along the lines of that. Oh yeah. Parasite. Was it Parasite? Yeah. Yeah, like. Look, that won an award, like what is like the the biggest award. And I like, hated that movie. Yet, pardon? I hated that movie. <laughs> it's oh, so good. <laughs> it's I, I I don't know, I just hate it. It's I don't think it's I think it's overhyped. Oh okay. Okay, before we get into that <laughs> Sorry. The, the spirit like the spirit is talking. Hello spirit. What up? The spirit. <laughs> My my computer yeah. was haunted because of last week. Because of last week? Well, oh man! Yeah. Don't you have the Ouija board? You know, you got to put a spell on it or something. Not, I still I, I see that you you joined as guests. That's what the other two are. The other two I see as different names. Like it's like already ten years since I, and then the other one is um, a code. Yeah, but but those those can't speak because they're joined as guests. Yeah, you can yeah. kick them out. Well, those are the ghosts. Those I, are the ghosts. I, I, I can't kick them. Oh. Oh well, it's all good. Yo, Francis, how's it going? Before we get into the the topic of, uh... yo, what I miss. Um. Okay. Let me let me ask let me ask Francis this: Is it okay for an artist to appropriate a certain age group and maturing them into a reimagined character? Everyone gave their opinion here. already. So Marnie, right? Marnie is ten years old. Um, yeah. But what an artist like uh, Sakami has done is uh, reimagine or recreated or redesign this character now into somebody that's a little bit more mature. Um, I mean, what is your just, perspective on that? It's just a reimagination, right? Hmm. I think that's fine. And so, like, okay, going, going, going. Um. If it's yeah, if it's just a reimagination and it's not like an official thing, I don't know. Mm-hmm. People That's do. True. People so, make uh, like fan comics, dojinshi, uh, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why I asked these guys about this is because uh, there's like online, like, uh, uh, like commentary. Uh, there's conversations in it because, uh, so I saw Twitter, Reddit, and as well as Instagram that because this artist is now changing the scope or changing the context of the character, uh, it's basically saying like, you are just trying to mask the fact that this character is, um, 
a child, but yet trying to reimagine it into something that's a little bit more, more mature and masking the fact that it is a child. Wait, is this official? Like, is it official like release? Like, so like, like what? So Sakami like, has done this a, a couple of times. Uh, one of them is Marnie. So if you look at the Marnie. Art like she's ten, but like now she's like a twenty-five-year-old or like a thirty-year-old. Um, what else? There's there's a few on there. There's a uh, Komi, like Komi can't communicate. Um, oh okay. Oh, so, I understand. All right, so it's just fan art then, right? It's it's fan art, but is it? Uh, yeah. What's so? What's your what's your take on it? I think fan art is fine. Like mm -hmm. as long as it's not changing the story, it's. It's okay people get mad at everything all the time so like whatever it's true uh right? because to like, well, follow are you gonna that, get mad at like little kids making uh dragon ball z comics in high school <laughs> sure, no, you can't get no, mad at that the only reason people are mad is because it's online and people saw it like yes what do you you're gonna you're gonna raid the elementary school and then find these like uh, comic books that people made, mm -hmm. and then uh, get mad at that. Mm -hmm. And like I I know they're like also like posting their stuff online and they're getting money from it, but I mean it's not like it's changing the full story. It's just how you think about mm -hmm. it, right? Because in the posts that I see. People mention that like now it's borderline like pedophile. People right? people like making everything a pedophile. Like, yeah. Like it's the hot topic. So like, yeah. I'm not saying it's good, but like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that any any topic that comes up, people will try to find like it. you can find racism in everything, right? Oh, 100. You can find pedophilia and everything. You can find like anything. Yeah. Any problem that you can think of, you can find it in something. So, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with people like making stuff up. Mm -hmm. Jason, Bren, any follow up to that? You, you look for it, you'll find it eventually. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the mindset people have on the internet. Yeah, it's all perspective. Them. Yeah. It's it's like those uh. You know, you know those, you know those people that uh, just put numbers together and they're like two plus two actually equals six, because the two plus the two, what's in the middle? Another two. That's why there's six, 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 six. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, I like, see. Like those kind of people. <laughs> like, just twisting as, things yeah. so crazily that like it just gets out of hand. You can you can you can twist anything to yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, I will say that like, I like I didn't say this one before, but I think it's also a generational thing. Like it depends on the generation that you grew up with. Obviously, like millennials um, are okay with this type of thing, um, you know. But if you're like a boomer, like oh god, like no you definitely shouldn't do that shit or like you know gen z, gen z they actually don't care about anything they just post whatever the fuck they want like whatever they they want because like everybody's so open right as opposed to like a a boomer who's was totally conservative back in the past that like is just like oh you shouldn't do this shit um 
but yeah so i think it also it's a generational thing if uh, if you appropriate it and you think it's okay if you like these kind of things like uh hey that's that's your opinion too right so like that's your opinion i mean like you can classify all those people with you, you can put it on a timeline and then you can see that the people that have more access to the internet you know more open to new ideas they're more relaxed about it you know i wouldn't I, mean? I wouldn't say that no no i, no, no. I mean like the, the internet m- brought up like social justice warriors no 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 but i mean like the more the closer they are to the internet the more that they learn more things that's not just what's around them so like you know back in the day like you uh i don't know what's before like 1970s right no no internet right whatever the people around you tell you you're just like yo man i guess this is life right but then now um there's like someone tells you something and you look you look for anything online about it and then you do confirmation stuff Mm -hmm. and then you're like oh okay so other people think this way too i guess that um billy at at school is is asshole and he's wrong right yeah no it's it's easy to make the wrong affirmations yeah yeah that's what i mean Mm -hmm. that's true and that's why that's why cancel culture is so prevalent that's why like you know you do you do one thing you fuck up once and it haunts you forever mm-hmm. oh man yeah I, I just i just scrubbed my uh, facebook timeline <laughs> you know some some jokes that you could post before you can't do it now yeah yo, i have to, I have to yeah. remember the links yo i do that all the time when i when i uh, go on facebook and like oh memories from this day what you said and then i look at it <laughs> i either cringe or i go what the fuck was i fucking thinking like i would have gotten shot or something you know like oh yeah the internet was like a like obviously like at, at the moment when it was just growing you could post whatever the fuck you want and like yeah people don't give a shit about it but like now with cancel cancel culture and like people like rising up being like oh yo freaking army let's 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 you know fucking damn that yo shit yo now. you shouldn't have said that now they're coming after you <laughs> yo they're army? gonna find our podcast yo yo <laughs> army what happened to bts man hiatus don't worry they'll be back Are yo they going you know to about army? girl generation you a sewn nah they're back again yo don't worry yo bts they'll be back army don't worry oh yeah it's still yo okay okay you were you were hitting on that. all right yeah <laughs> well like overall yeah i think i think people should just be able to do do them mm-hmm. and if people get mad like it's a shame that like if the person that's angry has enough people backing them mm-hmm. they can actually cause problems but i don't know we we say all the time like do you do you yo. so so suck so at me like drawing all of these people and gain that money i mean just leave it just leave it uh so i I will say that like it's it's okay for you know with some appropriation that if you do reimagine a um a character of your choice uh 
you can either keep it to yourself or be public with it but just be careful with what you put out there yo man there's like you know when you finish a series of something and then um it's ended right official Mm -hmm. stuff is never coming out Mm -hmm. there's some people that'll like go out go out and find like um like fan made stuff. Yeah, like fan made stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bren was and touching then, on this earlier. Yeah, and then people, the, and like those hardcore fans that don't want it to stop, they love it. They're like, yep. oh, this is crazy. Right? Mm. Wait, you're going to hate on them because they change the story? Like, like now Ash doesn't have a Pikachu. He evolved it into a Raichu, but then he gave it away, and instead he just runs around with his Tauros. Like, that's, <laughs> that's a. Yo, that, that's a good point. That's a good point. Like, if if people really want to reimagine things, uh, like Ben was saying earlier, like you want to sort of reimagine a character for a more, like you want to continue the story, you want to create a different type of story, and you just don't want the 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 character or the manga or the animation to stop, and so you strive for more. And with that point, yeah, I think Sakimi's Sakimi. Uh, Sakimi's uh, like art when it comes to maturing certain characters. Yeah, sure, you can reimagine it in that perspective, and I think yeah, and I agree with that. Yo, people want to see those characters in a certain way, and mm-hmm. like if you can't make it yourself, you're gonna find someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. There's probably like a few, there's a couple. I don't even know. There's probably like hundreds or thousands of uh, private uh, commission stuff that's uh-huh. out there that yeah. hasn't been shared, but like. Yeah, definitely. There's 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 worse stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you... So I think I think people are getting bent out of shape for no reason. If you're, if you're gonna get mad at it, get mad at all of it. But make sure you're finding everything, because uh, then you're you're just being a hypocrite. Ooh. Or I don't know, not really hypocrite, but like you're not. Wait, no, you're no, not, no, no. You're right. You're right. Good no, point, you're you're not doing it thoroughly. Like you're not you're not actually mad. You're just mad at what you see. It, it it doesn't fit your yeah. affirmations and so you're yeah. upset yes yeah and I, I like to add to like what francis said um that's you know people kind of look for these things right mm-hmm. so the person who like sh- i'm sure like that content was kind of privatized that sakimi chen kind of let out and like you said steven like this problem this person like who it's it's free for all like you buy it you can share it you can do whatever you want for it but it's like those people that are specifically purchasing her purchasing these her her arts to create you know like drama about it it's yeah. like why are you doing that you like you don't like her content why are you why are you looking for that stuff why yeah you, yeah just don't look you know, at it like, man. like that's like point. unnecessary drama yeah. like there, there's some stuff that i don't like 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 I know you guys, I don't know if Brenda did, but you and uh, Jay and Chris and um, Justin, you guys listen to the Drake album, right? Yeah. I- I'm not a fan of Drake, so I didn't listen to it. That's and okay. Yeah, so like, I, like I, didn't, I didn't get mad. I didn't, I didn't really care about it. I just left it alone, right? Mm-hmm. And, but then there's some people out there yeah. that actually like really put the hate on there. No, yeah. I get it. I get it. Like I mean, some I, people some people will listen to it just to hate on it yeah like, but i mean i don't i don't like drake all that much either but like i appreciate music enough that i can give a review yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no i mean like because you're not you're not looking to 
the hate on it, right? No, I mean, yeah, if, yeah, if, if, it was, I mean. if it was great, then, oh, man, I'd, I'd be listening to it yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's that. like me. Like, I listen to rock and electronic music. If I were to listen to Drake, I don't listen to Drake. I don't really listen to rap. Yeah. And it would be kind of like me listening to Drake and going crazy about it and talking shit. But it's, like, not the music I listen to. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Well, what if uh, you know Drake made some EDM, and then it's something catchy? I'm just going fucking <laughs> random shit right here, right? Yeah, now. They, because they I know hear. some people like that, like fucking, um, like I'm not, I'm not a like a super super hater of her, but like Selena Gomez, like you know, you're sick, you're a cool person, but you know the music that you make kind of sucks. You can't sing, sorry. But like she goes on these different genres, right? To touch on, like sure, there's like this EDM track that she was on with. Um, it's not Martin Garrix. Was it Martin Garrix, Ren? I don't remember. But like, um, not Tiesto. But like, yeah, you you probably know the song they're talking about. But you know, like, for me, like, I'll listen to her music, but then I could point like, no, this is not the music for me. This is not the music for me. But when she touches on different genres, is able to is able to change the perspective of what her music is. Um, like, I'm able to be like, oh. You know what? Like, I didn't enjoy this music from before, but because of this EDM track and it sounds really sick with it, yes, I enjoy that music. So, you know, who knows? Drake could make an EDM track or make a country track and you guys can enjoy it. Like, I'm not, I'm not like a. Yeah, yeah. I listen to Drake. Not a huge fan, only because, like, his school was down the street from my high school back in the day. And I used to see him pass by, like, because his Damn. music back then with the, the song that is called City is Mine. And because of that song, that's why like I I listen to Drake, and because he backed the city from like the beginning, that's why I listen to his music. Do I enjoy most of it? No. Do I enjoy some of it? Yeah, I enjoy some of it. I mean, um, like if you can switch it up and it's good, that's fine. Yeah. Like like you know that Nelly song with the uh, with Tim McGraw you know, over and over. Yo, again, you know, that was actually fire. Yo, like everyone was like, yo, what the fuck's going on? But now it's a banger to to, to people. Uh, Never let them know your next move, yo. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's the same thing with the Drake, Celine Gomez, anybody. I mean, it's like Jay and I listen to uh, one of our favorite brands, uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Like, they've recently, in the past few years, changed their uh, that direction of sound, mm-hmm. and it's like it, for us, it's it's not our taste of music. We actually don't mm-hmm. really like it, but we don't go on the internet like spreading hate about it it's just yeah you know we like their old music yeah we gave the album a listen because again they were one of our favorites you know and i still listen to their old stuff but just the new stuff isn't for me and so you know it is what it is Mm -hmm. true different flavors of music and if it if it's your taste enjoy that music and listen to it yeah i think i think i i do find myself looking at the zeitgeist i look at i look at what's what's current and so a lot of time it is the pop stuff like what we had that whole discussion about bad bunny and how i kept seeing how he was like number one spotify for 2021 and i was like i've never even heard of this guy (laughs) yeah bad bunny he he wrestles on wwe sometimes (laughs) yo is that real yeah, he was on the show. Like he was on a couple of episodes. It's so funny, yo. He was at WrestleMania. I mean, celebrities on WWE is like that's that's kind of the the ticket to to being kitsch. Like, like yeah. Dennis Rodman, 
Um, there was that actor that made oh, a wrestling yeah. movie and then he won the title and oh, that pissed yeah. off a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So Mike Tyson was there, like Bad, Bad Bunny uh, did some stuff with Balenciaga and like did a Simpsons official music video and Oh you know, yeah. He's 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 Damn, yo, officially who's this steeped steeped in the zeitgeist. You know, yeah. he's, he's definitely affiliated into the pop culture. He's that is co- he's, sure. He is culture. Right? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I, it, it isn't so much that I'm a critic of, of just music. It's just culture, culture mm-hmm. in general. Oh, okay. He's part of Universal. Speaking of that, Jay, you're, uh, the, the, the other question that you had. Uh, context. Yeah. Context with artists. Okay. So this is a great one. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts, but um, the movie King Kong. Uh, you guys know the story of King Kong. Uh, filmmaker goes to a, an island, uh, hears that there's some some you know supernatural stuff going on, something special that they they worship this god named Kong, and they go and and they find out that Kong is this this I don't know how how large, but a very large ape, and. Um, you know, they they take the damsel in distress, the 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 lead in this movie. They set her up, and uh, he, she's effectively bait to get the the ape, you know, onto onto the boat. And they sedate it, and then uh, there's the famous scene: King Kong is 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 held up in chains and and shown off to the public in New York. And then the flashing lights kind of freak kong out kong escapes climbs the empire state building uh kidnaps the damsel in distress and then is shot down and, and dies right now i i became aware of the 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 theory um so so backtrack um inglorious bastards um there's a scene where they're playing um it's the game where you you put a character or a, a topic on a card and you stick that on your head and then you ask questions to determine you know who or what you are and so the 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 nazi in in the scene has king kong uh on on his forehead that's his character and so he asked the question um am i from an exotic place and they say yes and then the, he, I believe the next question is, you know, uh, am I from the Orient? He says, no. And he says, okay, so if not the Orient, then it must be the jungle. Yes. Um, you know, was I, was I, uh, uh, so, someone, someone slips up and, you know, he mentions that he was in America and he's like, well, he wasn't originally from America. And he's like, ah, so I was brought to America. Did I go to America on a boat? And they say, yes. He's like, was I brought there in chains? They say, yes. And he says, fantastic, that I'm this, I'm the story of the, of the African-American. And they say, no, he says, okay, then I'm King Kong, you know? So, you know, the question becomes, is, is King Kong an allegory for the story of, of black slaves coming to America? Right. And there's, there's lots within the film itself to justify this, this reading, right? Um, it's, 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 you know, uh, uh, a, 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 <laughs> some, something is, is, is ripped from its, its natural habitat and brought into America. Um, the, the, the white folks are, are all terrified of this, of, of this ape, right. And, and, you know, eventually is, is killed, right. Uh, 
Kong taking the damsel in distress is is almost this this fear, this paranoia that they had in, in the day of of you know uh, black men uh, taking taking their women and uh, just a lot of a lot of like really crazy shit. Yeah. Right. And so you know, as as I'm describing this, I'm sure you're all kind of like, yeah, no, that that makes sense. Well, the the filmmaker has come out and said no not at all i've never made any movies to to have any sort of political meaning or or, or, or context um what you're what you're hearing is pure coincidence and so it's become subject to a lot of really great kind of discussion with regards to um you know subliminal context could could you know the, the filmmaker have unintentionally uh, made a film about the story of slaves coming to America. It, it, it's it's very likely, and you know the argument for it is is you know convincing. But you know that's that's where the question comes. Um, does does the artist's intention have final say over the meaning of their art? I um, the. The artist or the director could also be lying as well, but you know, right. um, it, it, it's just, you know, if it's pure coincidence, like there's just too many context specific things that really line up to this idea that this was about bringing African-Americans to America or like, yeah, to America and the whole the whole thing there's just too many too many things that really line up right with that uh to say that the final say of a a director is the the like is the absolute finalized thing and is true to word um for that movie is what they say the true context uh sometimes and i what i will say is that for most of the time i call bullshit right there's just too many things that line up with the movie to say that it is not um that context of bringing african americans to america it, it definitely shows like every everything just lines up for me like if things line up and it's pure coincidence maybe like there's a small percentage that like it is not that but there's just too much information out there that you know you start cross-referencing some things and it's again the, the director could be totally bullshitting and if things line up pretty quickly then i don't know like i i don't think the 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 director or the artist has the final say on movies specifically you, you know like you saying cross-referencing and all this data out there and uh too many coincidences that's what um conspiracy theorists also say so you know so are we conspiracy theorists at the <laughs> no i'm just saying opposite of things I'm, I'm just i'm just saying that uh i'm like a counter argument to mm. to what you're saying mm. just uh yeah conspiracy theorists also uh say that and then people think they're crazy um but <clears throat> that that i'm not i'm not saying that you're wrong i'm just i'm just putting that out there for other people to think about but uh i don't know i don't know it depends on the um because like he said 
for sure in the interview about like specifically that that yeah. it wasn't yeah he was he was almost offended that people would go that direction um and he said whatever you whatever you're thinking it's all coincidence um it's never my intention i think for me i i believe him i think it's you know people are trying to see to make those connections like which, yes, which uh, those are connections it? the 2005 no no the original no no the classic the, yeah, oh the, the classic uh, i think it's like if you if you think about it like yes like those things did happen with african-americans but they also did that with lions other animals you know like and slavery wasn't just in america you know it was also around the world like it's been the thing in history so for him it could have been a it probably I think it was definitely a subconscious thing that it turned out that you can make those connections with that part of history, but I don't think his intentions were to directly portray the idea that this was about, you know, slavery, about African-Americans. I think it was just, there's a lot of things that um, line up with it but i don't think that was his intention i think it's like something like you've got an idea in your head like today right you've got a design you got this cool idea you start making it but unknowingly someone else in the world has made it too mm. but you never do it like it's it's sort of along those, that idea that i guess that doesn't make sense but more like um I can't say it. Like you, you write a story, but it's it was not for that intention. But it's subconsciously like it is a it is a common fact that people bring things, specifically live animals and people, to other countries in chains, mm-hmm. and the thing that people in a in a director sort of story writer sense is that people the closest animal that people kind of connect with is an ape right so in my in my thought i don't think he's he he ever had that intention i think it's just a coincidence i i i agree i think i think it's if if anything it's a subconscious thought what do we say intrusive thoughts oh yeah (laughs) um, (laughs) but no that's for like bad things yeah bad things but like um i think what another another good kind of example of this is like the curtain was blue right and and people talk about like uh, having experiences (laughs) being in english class and and oh the teacher places so much emphasis on on blue curtains and oh they're blue because they represent sadness and you know it's curtains because they drape and they you know they're extrapolating when when really there isn't any any proof or evidence for it right um and so that 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 like lends the question let's say let's say you you read a book right and and you you found some symbolism within the book that related to perhaps um a a a, a trauma that the character went through and because of the symbolism you thought it was a clever way that the author had like placed that within the story and you related to it in a really deep way 
let's say you go to an author signing and you tell this author, I love the way that you implemented, you know, this symbolism to represent this. If that author were, th were to then and there tell you, what the fuck are you talking about? Would, would that moment still be important to you? Would, would, would that feeling that you connected with to the story now mean nothing? Some people, the, the general person these days would say, yes, it does affect it. But right. the normal answer is supposed to be no, because that's how I felt at that time. And it, it worked that way. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, like a perfect example, like another example of uh, unintentional uh, symbolism is like Evangelion, right? Because... Mm. I forgot the director or the the creator uh hidekiano yeah yeah i know oh yeah, yeah like people are like yo i like your christian stuff he's like yeah. why'd you put this and he's like yeah i thought it was just cool yeah yeah there's crucifixes and he's named them angels and adam and eve but really he just liked the judeo-christian mythology <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then now there's like oh like just, just type in YouTube uh, Evangelion Christian and then you'll get like 9 million videos. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I do agree. Kind of with like unintentional um, parallels. Because, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes when it's, it's like, uh, say you're out, you're out just chilling and then like a bird flies by and you're like, oh, that's a sign. <laughs> that's a sign that... Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have a good day, or, something the next like day or, something. or yeah, yeah, anything, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes things just happen, and it works yeah. out that way. It's like exactly like the author thing, where uh, maybe they just wanted to write something in, and then it just ended up working out the way that you thought it. But then I don't know, they just kind of there's an un there's an underlying thing, subconscious thing that inspired that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, maybe they didn't think. They, maybe they didn't think it, but mm -hmm. sub, uh, like subconsciously they did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, wh when did when did this interview happen? Because this this uh, movie came out in 1933, right? King Kong. Yeah. I I think if you, if you pull up just the straight up wiki, um, yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's a bit about uh, the director talking about it. Uh, when did he do this interview? Because like, you know, any interview these days, I I hold, I take with a grain of salt because like everything is um, scrutinized and they got to like um, conform to what higher up people say. Yeah. yeah. For them to society do. has. There, yeah. There's like, a narrative that needs to be followed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But here, I don't know, like when, it doesn't say when the interview took place mm. under it but like i think uh, you know back then there was less uh, focus on um being politically correct yeah mm -hmm. yeah so I'll, I'll i'll accept it but i'll also still be like you know maybe maybe just maybe he's lying mm -hmm. like, yeah and that's and that's the great thing we we don't know yeah. I, I want to think that he's being genuine and that it really is a subconscious effort, but that's I think that's the that's the beauty of art in the first place, you know, that we can discuss it in this way. Yeah. Um, 
I, I think one one last thing that I wanted to kind of segue into, and this is more of a recommendation. Uh, have you guys all seen The Shining? Uh, oh, uh, yes. Yes, yeah. in high school. And so there's a documentary called Room 237, and it's about all of these conspiracies and people dissecting things like, oh, did you know that the, the pattern in the carpet, uh, it's a hexagon shape because that was that was the the shape of the compound over at nasa and you know uh, it was around the it released around the same time as the moon landing and so uh, you know the the moon landing was was staged by stanley kubrick around the same time he filmed 2001 oh the space odyssey and that that guilt of him not being able to tell anybody he he implanted you know stuff into the shining so that's why danny is wearing an apollo 13 shirt right yeah, or wild and, and that's and exactly that it's wild and so room 237 and i think it it plays itself out very straight that like these these theories are like potentially true i think it's all full of shit i i, 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 I think it's it, the eh? worst but but like when we talk about like you know be be critical like I encourage you if if you enjoyed The Shining and you liked picking apart this the small symbolism, watch Room Two Three Seven and have these these others like kind of go go deep diving into like their own theories and then they'll they'll find anything and everything they can to like affirm their narrative so that like oh they're right like they understood yeah. The Shining so. I don't know. It's 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 an interesting watch for that reason. It makes me upset because it's again, <laughs> they're like full of shit. <laughs> but but it is it is interesting to hear what what people thought. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to think that like, you know, people will go the mile to have a certain narrative on particular things. Like that's not crazy. <laughs> it's it's not like it, it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me that like. You know, let's just say, you know, remember uh, that dress, gold, white versus blue, black or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just using an example. But like, you know, people will go the extra mile to say they are right all the fucking time. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, Just yeah. to be like, yo, listen, like, I... I looked into the IT about this. Like I, I did a color palette class that blah, 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 blah. And I lined this up with this. And like, if you look at this and you look at it a different light, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, some people will go the extra mile just to, just to hear them themselves and be proud that they are right. You know, yeah. like some of those, like it's crazy to me, but like some, some of those people, like, you know, they piss me off. <laughs> people don't know how to, People don't know how to accept being wrong. It's, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's it's a skill. Yeah, uh, I, I will say that like uh, <laughs> this is when I was like younger and stuff like that. But like I think it's also because of uh, uh, only child syndrome. <laughs> because you're the only child, you should only you, your your mindset is always right. <laughs> I'm sorry if I put this upon you guys. Sometimes I think I hate myself then. <laughs> but like you know, it's just you know because the only child syndrome or in itself that like everything that you are exposed to um that you learned and that you have you say is always right and without critically thinking or actually having a conversation about it and this is why we have podcasts like this that we can pick the minds of other peoples and actually you know tune into what their perspective is and get a greater understanding of a certain thing it's all good I, I think everyone everyone kind of has that those moments you know yeah my my biggest bullshit that I still think I'm right is um, 
I remember I was go- we were going camping and I was in the car with Bren and we were talking about Nintendo Wi-Fi <laughs> on the on the DS. Yeah. And it was the whole car ride and I was trying to tell him that I was right about uh, <laughs> the certain adapter that you needed to connect it to Wi-Fi. For the DS. The, yeah. For the DS, yeah. Yeah. Y- you Did, were right. I was, was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> When was this? It, it was like, a long time ago. Man. Long, oh, was, camping, yeah, right? Nintendo DS years. You know, you know, it's the worst. And it, it, like, yeah, like it's true. We all kind of get into those modes where we're like, we're like ninety five percent sure we're right, and like we'll yeah. fight it. The worst is when you like gaslight yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like sometimes you don't do it intentionally, right? Much like the the Kong director. I'm, I'm sure it's like a subconscious thing, but. <laughs> You're not gaslighting yourself. You're like, wait, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> and then after, just like, oh shit. Oh yeah, you're right. Self-immolation. You know, people do it. <laughs> oh, so joke. You know what's called? I, w- I wanted to say this about the like finding meanings in in random stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day, like when I would uh, listen to a lot of. I don't know. I I'd listen to songs, then I wouldn't understand what um, what they're saying. So then there is a website. I don't know if it's still up, but I can find like if you go to genius.com, right? You can put in the lyrics, and mm. I'm, you can put in a song, and then there's gonna be like links, and then on the side it's gonna tell you like explanation of the line. Oh yeah. There, I remember some artists like I'd click the link to understand what the meaning was, and then there'd be um a description longer than the song yeah. about what it means and it's like oh his shoes were his shoes are red so it's talking about the rage that he has and he's stomping on the ground and stuff like that like similar yeah. thing when you're talking about the shining yeah i i, like, I have oh. a specific one for that where um fallout boy sugar we're going down i believe the line is uh, a loaded god complex cock it and pull it um, oh my god and like okay, yeah. like i was looking up the lyrics simply because like uh, he he says it so quickly and i was like you know it's it's not something that it's not a a, a typical like what string of, of of words so you know you look up the lyrics and i remember yeah same thing like you click on that one section and then there's a full like three paragraphs about yeah uh patrick stump uh was he's a known atheist and so when he says a loaded god complex like he's talking about his his struggle to like uh live in a in a theistic world when he's non-theistic and i was like what the fuck interesting (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's yeah no it's nuts he's he's probably like man i didn't even know that about myself (laughs) can you imagine like the the like it's going back to the kong the kong stuff that we were talking about just like you know you have these lyrics and then like you know somebody i feel like i'm being a real hypocrite now with what i've just said but like um you know somebody totally twists the certain perception that you have about like a certain thing like, like let's just say you know oh yeah you know i was just like walking down the street and like i was just walking my dog but then somebody like says like no you weren't you were like you know you you were like on drugs and then you had like uh a freaking cat that you were walking beside like a pine cone that was the size of your head like <laughs> you know well, like, like it's just like 
the the context of what you were actually supposed to say uh and the like for your lyrics but then somebody just changes it completely and you're like wait what i, I was thinking that <laughs> that's, that's what i'm thinking about the the whole atheist thought there <laughs> no people are crazy people, people people are crazy about anything like there's um something that i see on twitter a lot it's like schizo schizo posting where like, posting. like uh, i don't know how to explain that <laughs> You know, you're, when you was talking about that, that, I was thinking about schizophrenia. No, yeah, you, it's it's schizophrenia, and then you're just, like, pull, putting your schizophrenic thoughts on the internet. Like, well, that's um, what we're going to call it from now on. Yo, Gen Z, listen. No, exploit the topic for mental stability. <laughs> it's when you when you just think of crazy shit, and then you, you just put it out there. Like... Yeah, everything that we said today is uh, ex- is an uh, example of, of schizo posting. Schizo posting. Wait, when you like, type schizo posting, what, what we were shows, saying, uh, like the, the like the insane shit, like um, the the shining, uh, was yeah that that schizo posting. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, something. Oh, we, oh we, shoot, maybe it is. <laughs> we say some crazy stuff, but it's not schizo posting. Schizo posting is like, oh, uh, if you uh, if you take the eyedropper tool in Photoshop and then you get the color of this, the numbers that you get in this sequence will give you GPS coordinates, and then if you put those GPS coordinates into Google Maps, you're gonna see that it takes place in France. So actually, the moving is not actually about America. It's about France and the revolution, and if you like that that kind of crazy shit. Yeah, it's kind of entertaining though. Like... No, no, yeah, no, I love it. But um... <laughs> <laughs> like how, how they get to those connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, some of it's too far. Like. Like getting GPS coordinates from uh, a color palette. I mean, yeah, that's like that, that's some sick. But you know, it opens but, up your eyes yeah. to ways that you can do stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's still it's still fucking ridiculous. I, I can imagine you like, what do you call it? Like uh, eye dropping a, a a colorful um, wheelchair and then you doing you doing that coordinate thing and then as soon as you put the coordinates in it's a guy on a wheelchair you know i should have done i i'm gonna do that right now <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna set it up i'm gonna see if i can if i can make that happen um oh, man. <laughs> I, I, Yo, guys if you guys are to... listening to this at the very end uh the ghost got Jay. Jay is no longer in the podcast. Damn. Oh, oh no. The ghost in the shell. <laughs> Damn. Damn the ghost. They were the listening. <laughs> they were listening. <laughs> yo, Francis, what, did, what spirits did you bring, yo? Oh, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I think, I think like, like... Yeah, go on, go on. You know, the, there's a certain, like, uh, ghost... Ghost stories, like there's this uh there's this animal 
not animal there's a spirit this. that lives in a forest and if you find it um if you pick it up all it says uh put me back where you find me and then um yeah you got to put it back where you find it right yeah. but you can also hand it off to another person for them so to deal they with get right? another spirit i feel like i just did that to jay yeah <laughs> You most definitely oh, did it no. to Jay because Jay is he's lost power and he's no longer here. And he's just up my street. Like what is I'm next to you. Oh man, I mean he has to come back to spread it to you. Yeah. It's all good. I think like the we the the podcast that we did today is pretty good. I think it like I really want to do one of these, like just just to get the thought provokingness out there, just to give everybody a perspective on their thoughts of, you know, whether it's art, whether it's the movies, the, the director's uh, perception on things and twisting things, almost touching upon a little bit of uh, conspiracy stuff. Cause that's, you know, that's always out there when you're thinking critically. Um, but yo, you guys got any final thoughts on uh, what we talked about today? Um, sure. <laughs> Don't mess with uh, don't mess with stuff you don't know about. Yeah, you know, don't mess with ghosts. You know. Don't mess with stuff you don't know about. So if you're if you don't know about something and you're mad at it, but you don't know anything about it, don't mess with it. Don't yeah, mess yeah. with it. You know, Just I like that. Alone. Just leave it alone. You know, or if you do don't... get into this, get into the subject, and then you can you can say something about it. Yeah, don't don't, don't be assume a hater. shit. Yeah. Don't be a hater of something that you don't know. Yo, I agree, yo. Don't, I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't agree. don't look for things to start shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't start shit, yo. Yeah. Don't start B for no reason. Don't, don't be a shit scanner. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, uh we'll, we'll see you in your dreams. <laughs> don't leave the door open, yo. <laughs> leave the door open. Sleep paralysis. Keep the door open. Sleep paralysis. Shout out to sleep paralysis. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the demon. I'm, I'm still waiting for you. Shout out to Sakumi Chan. Like uh, Sakimi, we, we, we like your artwork. We support it. I support it. Um, you do great I, stuff. I'm okay with uh, it. I'm fine. Some people are okay with it. Some people are not. But like, hey, you know, I'm okay, I'm okay with it. We'll support whatever you ever had. If, if you want to check her out, I'm pretty sure she's gonna be at Anime North. I'm pretty sure yeah, she doesn't you know, need your you know support anyway, though, because she's making millions. But yeah. yeah. Yo, you yeah. know who else is gonna be an anime nor- anime north? The Japan boys. Yeah, yeah buy your ticket if you're local, and if you're crazy, come through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to shout out to Chris. Shout out to uh, Justin. Shout out to Jason. Yo, shout <laughs> who's out been to taking David. over. Uh, who shout else is gonna shout out? Shout out to, shout out to David. Um, we're gonna get him on the podcast again. Yo, we're gonna get him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right before he gets married, no, definitely. Yeah. No, no, dur- during, during, during his yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the yeah. reception. <laughs> well, <he's, laughs> off his. Yo, can we end the podcast if he's? Yeah, not we can here? end the podcast. We just have to leave, and then. Oh, um, okay, that's how it works. Jay will just go back to it, and then, yeah, should be all right. And y'all, y'all got anything else to say? Because we're gonna, we're gonna cut off here, saying. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Yeah, yo. Yeah, come out. Come out to the event. That's come all. Come out to Anime North. We'll be there. No, I'm not talking about Anime North. But okay, I'm come out gonna, to, uh, to the wedding. Anyway, yeah, let's go. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>